How old was I when I met you? I'm trying to think. We've known each other, what, 21 years? Well, 2002. So 19 years. 19 years. Okay. Not quite 20. I thought it was 20. When Jason and his life coach, Mark, met 19 years ago, J-Mac says things weren't going very well for him, although you'd never know it. On the outside, everything looked like it should. On the inside, J-Mac says he was really searching. I should be happy because I've got all this that I've been told to do and everything seems to be working, but I just feel so unsatisfied and unhappy and unfulfilled. And there's, there's more things that you want to do, but you don't know how to do them. And you feel like or you succeed and it's never enough. It's always got to be another win or another game. Yeah. It's this never ending or th- certain things in your life don't work. Like you, you don't, you don't have maybe that relationship working that you really want, or you don't know what, you know, what you should be doing. What is your purpose? You just feel like, is this it? Is this all there is? And I think that's kind of where I was at. I mean, I, I, if people look at me on the surface back then, they would have said, well, you, you seem happy. I mean, you've, you've got a good job, you, you know, you own your own place. You got a new car, you got all the things in life that people look at. Yeah. Everything people trying to achieve. Yeah. And people yeah. start looking at you like, what's your problem? Now you're, now you're suspect because people are like, you're not happy with what you have. Like what? And you just feel like, I, I just, how did, how does, how is this supposed to work? And that was the problem. J-Max says everything he tried didn't work. Not until he started spending time with Mark, who was able to see things in him that had been missed along the way. What I saw with Jason, he was, he was, he had the heart for it. You had the heart for it, but you just did not have the wisdom. You, you had not been coached. You, you know, you had the heart for it, but you didn't have the information or the knowledge or wisdom or the training to really win. Isn't that kind of like Sea Biscuit? You know, Sea Biscuit. You know, can like born yeah, born to win, trained, trained to, to lose. lose. Yeah. So as you were developed in life, you really were developed what seemed to be right, but really boxed you in and got you in the system where very few achieve. And I just believe that every single person in life could reach their potential. For Jason, those words meant so much to hear. After coming up short for so long, someone saw his potential. And over the years, they have lived a lot of life together. Mark has supported J-Mac in his career with his wife, Laura, his kids, and now as he faces this stage four cancer diagnosis. It's been amazing to see how in this time that Jason's walking through his perspective is so different. Yeah. He's talked about how yeah. this time in his life has really more than any other time changed his perspective. Yeah. And he's talked about how, but he's needed well, a coach. Well, I and mean, this, this time in his life has pushed him to God more. And like, I can see through Jason's circumstances that it's allowed him to be, to press more to God, to be more open to, to, yeah, to be more open. And because he has, I've been able to coach him so much better um, because you've been humble and, and it, life humbles us and we can look at it as bad. But what I look at it is that that's the best opportunity to find God. Now, Jason is the first to admit that things are not easy. He says he feels a lot and he's had some hard days, even hard weeks, but it helps him to know that his coach is always there. 
If you remember back a couple of episodes, you'll recall J-Mac had an especially hard week. And when he was struggling, he knew exactly who to talk to. Remember that week you had where it just felt like on the outside, everything was going wrong. It's like three trips to the hospital in two days, another blood infection. I mean, it's like one thing after another. And I remember you were on a drive one morning and you could you said you just weren't feeling like yourself. It just felt like the weight of the world on your shoulders or whatever. And then you get a call from your life coach and things really changed. When I listened to your message, I, I felt what's missing, like this fight. Like I can, I can feel, I can listen to you. And, and I just feel like being at the hospital, I just feel how y'all, y'all getting dulled down. It's like you're going through life, but you don't feel, you don't feel the, the, the zip in your step, the pop. You don't feel the, I just felt like I was in a daze, you know? I mean, I, I knew I had these experiences that God was with me up to the, those points. And I'm, and I'm in the hospital and I'm dealing with a lot of things that information wise, it's just a lot of, I would say like natural information that's not super inspiring. You know, like lab results and test this and, you know, vital signs here and this. It's just not, it's the kind of things that wants to get your, your mind going. And I, just by like the end of the weekend, I just felt like I was in a daze. And, and I, I sent, I sent Mark a, a voice note about how, how the week had gone and how I was doing. And I knew that leaving the message, I knew that I just, there's something missing. I need something else, you know? And I was driving over to do a podcast and I was like, I don't know how how I'm going to do a podcast this morning. I just don't feel like my heart is in it. I just, you know, it's been a, it's been a week. And, uh, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't inspired. You didn't feel God's spirit. No. And you, you called on the phone from Lima and you just started talking to me. And you're inspiring people here by your fight and your podcast yeah. and having an attitude that I'm hurting. I am crying. I, 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 I need his spirit. And I just felt like my, I, I felt myself like coming alive. Just something was happening. It wasn't the words you were saying. It was, it was the, the spirit. spirit. The spirit. the spirit in the words. And there was some the infusion happening. Yeah. 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 Like I get these these infusions of antibiotics, but this is like a spiritual, spiritual infusion. infusion. Yeah. And it completely transformed where I was at in 30 minutes. And that's all and that's I would say that's that's why he's my spiritual coach. Is you have to have a, a coach that when you listen to the coaching, it gets results. Mm-hmm. And there were results in 30 minutes of that coaching. And there was nothing changing in the circumstance. No difference. You know, I might have moved, you know, a couple miles in the car while I was listening. But everything else was the same, but my perspective was reconnected. And I had an incredible day. And it wasn't because of anything happening. It was because of that connection to God. You know, when you have God's presence, you really can go through what you need to go through. But even that example of Christ on the cross, there was a moment where he couldn't hear or feel his father, but holding on to the truth and what he was purposed to do um, made him the author and finisher of our faith and showed a, a great example of not going by your feelings, but, but 
the 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 truth the truth is what you know holding on to that despite our feelings you know we've said faith is not a feeling in, in fact you need faith when you're not feeling god or not feeling good um to get you through you know, the crisis or circumstances that you had in your situation, you just coming into a podcast, you wanted God to inspire you. Um, and he did, he just moved, he just, you know, and I called you and, and gave you those words of life, which a life coach would, right? That's right. Um, and, and God did it. And, and that's what happened to me years and years and years ago with my life coach, he would do that with me sometimes on my job and I would be struggling and just call him and then boom, I would just come out of the circumstances or the heaviness or the pressure and, and I would be fine. And that's what happened to you. So anyway, I, I just wanted to call and, you know, encourage you and, and, and stir it up in you. This is great, Mark. This is like, I think you're right. It's everything that I need right now. And it's calls like that with a coach who truly believes in you and has the faith to see the positive in what looks like a bleak situation that J-Max says is helping him find peace in his cancer journey. There is a difference between living like you're living and living like you're dying. And, you know, there's an old country song that says, live like you're dying. You know, you get the news. What do you do, man? You know, and he said, I go out and ride a Bronco or jump out of a whatever. Um, I think it's a little bit different. I think what would I do if I had a year left or what would I do if I was diagnosed with stage four, you know, pancreatic cancer, which, which you have, I mean, the the statistics, the numbers, the things are, you know, totally against you yet. God is totally for you and you are predestined. And I believe in that Romans eight. And it said like, who could be against you if God be for you? And I'm so excited about you because I feel like God's for you. And I don't look at this as negative. Um, but when I'm in God's spirit and his truth, it's just, it's a beautiful thing that God is walking you through. And then it happened right as we were recording the podcast, a coaching opportunity. We're going to let you listen in as it played out, just as it happened. A perfect example of what we've been talking about. Talk about that from your perspective, about the idea of, of taking it further than just talking about the issues, because that's really what you've wanted to do here is not just talk about the diagnosis, but what's happening because of it and in spite of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like, it's one thing to have the diagnosis. It's another to walk through something like that, believing that you can be... Can, in, can we do something different? Because he's not, yeah. as his life coach, he's not going to be able to answer this intellectual tough question that our... our well, yeah. But but let me let me do it another yeah. way. Just, just, you know, can you play that Ariana song? There's a song that we used to listen to. Because what she's... I, I just see him. Mm-hmm. I know you're trying to answer this question, right? Yeah. But you can't answer it with your mind. If you take that question, this is now, this is how I life coached him along the way. If you take Cheryl's question, take her question. I'll let her ask it again. Okay. She can, she's great at asking questions. There's no doubt about it. Getting us to talk. 
that's a that could be dangerous. We could be here all day, right? Um, take her question. Stop thinking about it. What is God doing in your heart? And this is what you think about family, friends, wife, Cheryl. That's her question. You can't answer it with your mind. People have to feel this with your heart. When your heart is in this interview and not just your mind, you'll be able to deliver the punches to knock the enemy out that tries to come and steal the victory from you. So what was your question, Cheryl? What is it that is different than just sitting around and talking about what you're going through versus what's happening because of it that you see as a good thing and what you're experiencing in spite of what people would say is the worst possible thing. Well, I just, I think what I'd say is I, I've really started to live in some ways that I haven't lived before this. Yes. Um, there's, there's different things that I have been able to appreciate more and be sensitized to more. And it's allowed me to really like live in the moment and appreciate like people, um, people that come to your house to, to help you get a basement ready or to help you with your medication or to keep your kids for you. Yes. Um, and I just, I, I've not really been in a place to receive some of that before this because I haven't needed to. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes you need to receive some things and so I've been able to receive from people and I've been able to really see who people are and, and really cut through a lot of the surfacey stuff that can be there and just connect with someone. And that means a lot to me to have a deep connection with someone and to really talk about what really matters to them. And that's been hard for me to do because yeah. I've just never been taught how to do that. And it's, it's been a lifetime learning. Yeah. But when you, when you're finally able to do that with people in your life and you know, there's a certain level of maturity through that life gives you or circumstances give you that you've gone through and, and you can really talk with someone. Um, it's rich. It is. It's full. Yeah. It's abundant. Yeah. And what the world does not have. Most people I meet don't have what you have. And, you know, I desire, I desire that all people would have it. I desire, I know God desires that we would have it. And what you have is Him. You're, you know, it's, it's these, you know, what you're talking about, people keeping your kids or people coming to your house or people doing this and that. You've been so self-sufficient. You haven't needed anyone. You know, God has created us to need Him. Ultimately, to need him and only him and him only. There's a there's a time that we all face what we all have to face, and we we do that like individually. Um, and he is an individual God 
that does individual great things that all of us benefit from. And we've all benefited from you. And I have benefited from you, your coach. I mean, when you see someone playing at a level that you know they can, that you believe and have faith that they can and they do it, there's nothing more fulfilling. And it's not done in a baseball game or a blackjack table. It really is done through doing what God has created you to do and what you're born to do. In some ways, I think you and I have been born to die for people's dreams and happiness. And that ultimately is God's love, that we would lay our life down for others to have it. And that's how much God loves the world, that He loves His creation. And that's a way that He expresses it that blows our mind, that destroys the work of the devil and the enemy that's had a work done in a system put on God's people, just like Egypt, keep them in bondage. Um, and you've come out of that. You, you've, you've gotten the promise of the Holy Spirit, and you're realizing that by the promise of the Holy Spirit and that fruit that comes from that, that that is a token of the promised land that you're going to. And you can hold on to that and have faith based on the, based on the fruit, not based on the circumstances or how big the people are, the giants or the walls or what you're faced or the perceived pain or what's ahead. But you, you have received the token of, of God's presence and the fruit. And that's why you know that there is, uh, the other side to go to. That, that's, that is where you're headed towards him. And when you feel that, it's like you have everything that you've needed and searched for in life through his presence and all people, no matter how rich, poor, what, what circumstances, what skin color, everybody can have what you have. It's moments like these that have impacted J-Mac in every area of his life. He says at one point, he couldn't access parts of himself, the deeper parts, the parts that are bringing him happiness and contentment, even facing a diagnosis of stage four pancreatic cancer. It's why he's so thankful he has a life coach. My life coach really does know me better than I know myself. I've seen that play out at times, and I haven't always... I've not always agreed with that or believed it. Sometimes I've thought like I've, I've known better or I've, and through whatever circumstance I've gone through, I've learned actually, no, he was right about that. And, um, I think it's important to have someone that believes in you, even when you lose hope or you don't believe in yourself, someone that can see your potential and refuses to let go. Um, that's, that's a life coach. That's my life coach. Because there's been times it's been hard and I, I haven't known what to do or I've made mistakes or haven't really had had the faith for certain things, but it's been in my heart to do it. And having a life coach has, means someone's going to push you to achieve your potential. And having a life coach um, for me has meant that you know, I'm not going to miss anything. You know, they're, they're looking out for me. You know, we all feel like we have to look out for ourselves. That's kind of how the world conditions you. But when you have a life coach, it's someone who really is looking out for your best interests and who really would consider God on your behalf, you know, would, would seek the Lord for you. 
and would ask not what's the right thing on the surface, what what really is God doing with this person? And, you know, what is what is their potential in God? What does that look like? And how do I how do I coach them to that level? And that's kind of what I have felt. And um I've felt uh, my life coach has had a lot of patience and and um has lost a lot of patience. Has lost too. some patience too. I don't know if this connects. I, mean, I was thinking about that question because I could answer that question too. What is it about my life coach? And I would say a life coach, to be a real life coach, I mean, to really be an authentic real life coach is a life coach would lay their life down for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You know, it's not someone that's getting paid, you know, um, but does it because he loves you and cares and it's not about money and it's not a, about any of those things that a life coach can gain. But, uh, I know my life coach didn't really gain anything from me, but what he gained was the, um, I mean, he, he had God put love in his heart to see me free, to see me happy, to see me have a life abundant. And, you know, I, I just, he's kind of like what a spiritual dad would be. You know, to me, my life coach meant healing and um, freedom and uh, just represent God's love for me. Um, that's what's so different. I don't know if that helps you any at all, but. Yeah, well, a life coach is, is selfless. They're not looking out for themselves. They're looking out for you. And I have been a recipient of that. It really is a mindset that even the hard things, the things that we don't understand can be good. To see that all the things I've been through has brought me to him, to his knowledge and to to my purpose. And so that's what God is doing with you, too, that there would be no regrets or wrong turns or wrong decisions that all of it, even, you know, the broken road, you know, leads us back to him. Yeah. And this experience has definitely deepened your relationship with God and brought you peace and happiness that I've never seen you have. So how could I call something good bad? It really is good. And most people live a lifetime looking for this and die without it. At the end of our time together, Jason's life coach, Mark, was able to express some things about what it's meant to him to walk through this time with J-Mac. You know, what I would say is like, I'm so proud of you. And I can say that today. You know, I don't see you losing one bit, but I see you winning in ways I've never seen you win. And, and so you're, as your mind, as you've been reconditioned and retrained, your mind's been renewed. And I have so much faith, um, for you. And I mean, I have not, I have not been able to do this along our coaching path, right? I mean, it's very, I mean, I'll pat you on the back when you're doing good. Most of the time I'm brushing you off and putting you back in the game or sitting you out. And that's been a lot of your journey in the 19 years of coaching. But I can tell you, like, I, it's it's changed. Like, there's a maturity there with you. And I can really tell you how proud I am of you. And it's all been worth it. It's all been worth it. And it's beautiful. Beauty from the ashes. This is not an easy road for J-Mac or for the people who love him. But he has had someone right alongside him every step of the way, encouraging and, yes, correcting him. 
It's making all the difference for J-Mac, and he is so thankful for it. J-Mac's cancer journey continues, and he is constantly updating us on how it's all going on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and of course, you can stay up to date at J-Mac's website, jmaxdreamteam.com. Dreamteam.com.